What's up, Divi Nation? I should have put headphones on. Immediately out of the gate, we are off to a great 2023. It's We needed like three weeks and 10 minutes to have a little rest, you guys. So here we are. It's then after. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but we're ready. And we are going to tackle this first topic. And guess what? You have a full panel. You got all five Divi chatters here with you today and we are going to talk about the topic of website audits now the word audit can to non-web folks conjure horrible awful ideas of the irs here in the united states and other ugly things people digging down into your private matters but that sounded different than i meant it but listen we're talking about an audit of a website which is different this is like let's run through a website it's the new year. Let's check things out. Let's make sure everything's running smoothly. Let's make sure everything is serving us well. How the heck do you do it? Before we dive into this topic, let's go around in a circle. We're going to introduce ourselves. Tim Streifler's going to kick it off while I put my headphones in. Hey, everyone. Tim Streifler here, uh, broadcasting from San Clemente, California. Happy New Year. I've heard uh, different uh, timeframes of, of how long you can say Happy New Year. My personal opinion, it's January 15th. After oh, that, you can no longer say Happy New Year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some people say it's it's the first week and that's it. Uh, so, you know. No, you it's still own. appropriate at the moment for sure. Like, Yeah, for 100%. sure. Well, especially because it's our first one of the year. So we haven't had an opportunity to say Happy New Year yet. So, um, yeah, you can find me online at DiviLife.com where you, I have all of my Divi plugins, child themes, layouts, courses, blog posts, everything. So, yeah, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm Sarah Oates here from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at Endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. We've made a bit of an effort to update things finally because last year we were too busy doing stuff, I forgot to work on the business. <laughs> so oh. the one thing I love about this podcast is we get to share all our mistakes. Don't make my mistakes. Make sure you continue to actually share the work that you're doing because otherwise people won't realize what amazing work you are doing. Um, I am here from Canberra in Australia and I love being here every week. Lovely. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Mike Devitt. Uh, and I'm coming to you from Maidstone in the UK. And Happy New Year. Um, now, I woke up this morning and had uh, Rihanna songs in my head. Um, so should you choose us as your design company of choice, then you can take a bow. There'll be no disturbia with your project. And at the end, when you take maintenance with us, you'll be standing underneath our umbrella, Ella, Ella, Ella. And you can catch me at webdesignpro.co. And now I'll pass you over to Eric. <laughs> By the way, if you guys had, if you had uh, Mike Devitt quoting Rihanna songs on your 2023 bingo card, you can go ahead and mark that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good, Mike. This is the first episode I've been on with you for a while. And I missed that intro of yours. That's right. <laughs> Um, hey everybody, my name is Eric, and for those of you that may be joining for the first time, I don't know, my family and I are digital nomads. Every few months, we move to a new country, a new city, and we just re relocated this last Wednesday to Mexico City. So I am broadcasting from Mexico City, and you can find me at ericdingler.com, um, and my uh, web design business is in transit studios. 
So glad to have you guys all here with me because this would be a real boring show if it was just me. My name is Stephanie Hudson. I am here repping Focus WP as I do. And uh, we help you to... I'm going to work on this elevator pitch too. <laughs> we help you to scale and grow your business by providing a white label outsource team for everything you might need in your agency. And please come hang out with us in our Facebook Facebook group, Focus on Your Biz. This is already just not going well. Does anybody else want to host today? <laughs> We're talking about website audits. Who here, by show of hands, in the chat or on the panel, who does website audits for their customers or for themselves? Yeah. I don't, but I'm about to add it as a service. So very mm. timely. Yeah. Uh, and what under what circumstances might we choose to do said audit? Or why might somebody hire us to do it? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I have clients all the time. I mean, technically, I guess I do a free website audit regularly, right? But mm -hmm. I don't do paid ones and I would like to change that. But I often have people come to me and say, hey, can you please help me with blah, 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 whatever it is, right? And mm -hmm. then I say, well, maybe or maybe not. I'm going to need to look in the back end of your website and have a look at what you've got going on. Um, and I'm happy to do that. And then we can chat about it from that point. And then often what I'll do is look in the back end of the website. So it's like a mini audit, right? It's working out what plugins are they using? What WordPress theme are they using? Like how slow or fast is it running? Is it something I can work with? Like is the thing they're asking me to do going to work? And then moving forward from there and I'll make a loom video for them. So off, I'm offering a free website audit to people, which is like terrible, right? Um, and so, yeah, kind of that's my, you know, very terrible free approach. I don't think yeah. that that's terrible at all. I don't, I think that um, the, the audit, like, audit as a lead magnet is a mm. very popular thing and then you give i mean really it's like when you go in to the mechanic and have them like give your car a checkup what are they gonna yeah. do you know they're always gonna come back and say like oh well you need this 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 and this and lucky you we can do that for you so i think that's where it's grown for from right where someone says hey can you like do this one thing and i'm like i need to look in the back end and then while i'm there i'm like you don't have a security plug-in and you don't have a cache going on and i can't see any backups how does your backups and so all of a sudden Tim had to leave us, sorry. Um, all of a sudden, I'm doing this audit that I didn't realize I was doing, right? I thought I was just going in to check what theme are they using. Is it something that I can actually help them with? Because I don't want to sign up to helping you with something if I can't use the theme. Like if your theme has no ability to change and I'm going to need custom PHP, I'm the wrong person for the job. So therefore, I'm doing it for that purpose, but in the process, I'm like, you have all these things you need to fix, like your WordPress is way out of date or whatever, and all of a sudden I've done this audit, which I really wasn't intending to do an audit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, we did this with um, <clears throat> uh, maintenance clients. So you might you might advertise that you do uh, WordPress maintenance as, uh, as part of your business, um, and you let's say you go to a networking meeting and somebody says oh i've got wordpress and they come to you and you have your 30 seconds chat with them uh can you have a look at my website for me and you say well you know um i'll happily have a look at your website but you know we need to really do an audit on it first it's exactly what sarah's saying you need to know how old this site is has it been built with custom code um there's so many different versions of wordpress out there 
And are you going to be able to A, upgrade it and then B, maintain it? Um, about two months ago, I picked up a, a client that had this exact situation and they'd had four websites and they were all built completely differently. Um, and Stephanie's just gone into dark mode. She's <laughs> gone back again. Um, <laughs> you're trying things out tonight, aren't you? Not on purpose. <laughs> so those listening on the podcast, Stephanie's just gone into dark mode. Um, yeah. So and I think it's really important. And I don't do I don't have and take any website on without doing a full audit of it first, because um how are you going to know if you're going to be able to upgrade it or not? So that's really, really important. And there are so many websites where you have to put it down, so to speak. And you have to say, look, you're probably better off having a brand new site than trying to maintain this version of a site, which um, has, it just needs too much coding. It needs too much uh, doing to it. Um, you're better off just starting afresh. Um. Does anybody, anybody in the chat and just throwing this out there, anybody want to have a free audit right now? Anybody want to try it? Like, we'll show you. Uh, we do, we do the, like, there's different layers too, right? There's different levels. Like what Sarah's saying, like, you just go in and make sure, just give it a once over. We do um, an audit at Focus for all new maintenance customers for the same reason. We need to know what we're up against and mm. we're not going to, start backing up and updating plugins just to have somebody call, call us and be like, my site's completely broken and blah, blah, blah. So um, we do, but we call it our kickoff. You know, it's basically our onboarding includes this. And I used to get on calls with people and do it live, but I'm so chatty that these calls would go like 45 minutes or an hour. And then it was overwhelming to them because it was too many things. So we started recording them and gosh, it's been so much better, so much more useful. Yeah. And we have like a three, we just check three sections of the like three areas and we do a couple other things and it is like, it's super systematized and it goes really easily. So if anybody's listening and you want to see how we do one, exactly how we do it at Focus, um, pop a link in the chat. And if not, if, if nobody does it within a couple of minutes, I'll just tell you how we do it. That's Eric, cool. what do you guys do? Well, I think, so for me, I think an audit really depends upon, um, there's a couple different kinds of audits. Um, mm -hmm. And it really depends upon the ultimate end game of the website. What does the client need? Um, what are their goals? Um, and so if somebody, you know, comes in to us, is it, you know, is it because their website, it's it's broken, it's not functioning right? We, we've had that where, you know, uh, last year somebody came to us and wanted us help with the website and you, you opened up the website and you could see, you know, code on the front end. Like it was, you know, it was just all kinds of, of broken. Um, and then you have other people that come and they're like, you know, Hey, can you do an audit? My website's not working. You know, we're just not getting any, no, nobody's filling in the form. It's just not, you know, it's, we're not making sales with it. We're not getting leads. Um, and so it, I think it really depends on, you know, what the customer is asking for, what kind of audit, I, I would do, but yeah, we, we do an audit. We, we don't call it that. Um, for us, when, you know, when somebody comes to us, we have a very systematized approach. 
you know, um, the, we're going to have that initial discussion where they're going to share with us their frustrations and, you know, what's wrong and what they're hoping to accomplish and where they want to get to. And then we're going to come back to them with what we call the playbook and all roads lead to the playbook. And in the playbook, um, there's a slide that we have where we put a screenshot of their website and there are five five different areas that we look at. And within each of those areas are like four or five different things that we've, we've looked at inside each of those and we score them. Um, and we say like, at the end of that, we can say like, technically your website is, is really, really sound, but the copy is really bad. Or, hey, you've got really good copy, but you've got a really technically dysfunctional, you know, website, um, you know, or, or whatever it might be. And because a lot of times we're able to tell people then even you're, you don't need a new website. You may just, we need to like tweak a few things, move a button over here, do that, this over here. But you, the problem is you don't, you don't have any, you know, offline reviews. You don't have your Google business profile, you know, whatever it, it, it might be. Um, so that's kind of our approach to it, but we have a very systematized like you, Stephanie, you know, five things we look at. And then within each of those are, you know, three to five, maybe six things. Um, and then we, they're on the slide and then there, we change the color of it. It's either green, um, this orange, yellow, because yellow was hard to read, but this orange or red. And it's a really quick visual way. If they're all red, the client goes, wow. We're like, yeah, well, you need a new website. You got a lot of work to do. But if like our whole section is green and then the one section is orange and the next section is red, then we, we can say, we can fix all of this for this amount, or we can start with the red and we fi can fix that for this amount. And then down the road, we can come back in, in later. Um, because I like presenting people with a menu um, of options on their pricing. So that's kind of our approach to it. Cool. I kind of like in my mind, I've had this idea of, I think some people call them health checks, like having levels you know how we often talk about like having levels of a website right where you've got like the small package the medium package the like premium package whatever it is in terms of like building a new website having the same for a health check where it's like there's some clients who want to manage their own website but like maybe every three months they just want to come back and have a health check maybe get you to update all their plugins and their themes like I have previous clients they come back can you just do an update I'd love to instead redirect them to a particular version of this health check. So one health check could be like, can you just look at it and let me know where things are at, right? And so maybe you just do a real basic WordPress checkup. Then you have one that's like, look at a bigger level. So you kind of check their Google My Business, you check their Google Analytics, you check kind of their, the back end of the website, like where is it at? And then you have one where it's like, that stuff plus we update everything. We make sure everything's kind of at a secure version, check your PHP version, make sure you got backups, like kind of the premium version of the health check where you actually action some things. And then maybe out of that, you also give them a list of like, if you could do anything, we recommend that these are your next steps. So kind of like Eric's thing of like, these are your next steps. And maybe each version gets that where there's like a, okay, this is where things are at. This is the things we've done this is what we recommend moving forward. So then when someone comes to you and they kind of ask you one of those three things, you can just go, no worries, this is our package. And you're not fighting for money because I think that's the tricky part of these sort of things is either you offer it free like me, which we're not saying is necessarily bad, but equally like why couldn't I get 99 bucks, which is still a bargain. It's still less than my hourly rate to just do a review 
for them, like, I think it could be a good way of saying, no worries, these are, these are my packages. Would you like to move forward? Um, or you could do it for free and try and get the work that way. I think um, one of the biggest challenges for me in like the, the insecurities that I feel or the sales issues that I come up against are um, the sensitivity that I feel like that example I gave of going to the mechanic. Like, I don't know what it's like there, but here in the United States, you go to the, we have these oil change places all over the place and you pull in and it's, it's however much money for the oil change, but then they're also going to do the free checks, right? So they're going to check Uh-oh. your filters yeah. and they're going to check your this, they're checking that. And yep. I have never, ever gone when I didn't need all of the things that, you know, yeah. or like 85% of the stuff needs done. And it, yep. like, it's not something that I know how to confirm. Like, I can't be like, let me take a look at that air filter and tell you, or let me yeah. see if those tires really need replaced. Cause I'm not a car person. So like, if people come to us and ask, like, that's why I think people aren't really eager to come and ask for it or to pay for it necessarily, because yeah. If I'm them, I'm a cynic and I'm a skeptic and I'm going to be like, well, you're just going to tell me I need to redo everything. So guys, how do you, uh, and if you have a solution for this and you're listening right now, please leave it in the chat as well. How do you overcome that and to, and gain their trust while telling them like, yeah, some stuff needs fixed. So I've had people, sorry. And then all three of you did. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. Somebody else. Okay. So I, I, I always believe in, um, in trying to speak to people at a level that they can understand. And very often I was reading a, a, a post on LinkedIn the other day where somebody was talking about maintenance and saying, do you send uh, a maintenance report through to your clients saying we've upgraded these plugins and, and it just goes over their head. So I think you have to, uh, if you find something wrong, you have to explain it like, even if sometimes mechanics explain things to us and we we don't always understand um, exactly what is wrong uh, with the car, but you, you try to, you try to say it to them in, in some language that they will be able to understand and just say to them, look, you know, this part of your website is not going to function anymore, or this function will say, say, say it's a problem with a contact form. Um, you will not be receiving contact forms if we don't fix this issue. Um, there will be visitor, um, there will be uh, a degraded performance, if you like, if we don't fix this issue. Your visitors are going to see this continuing error message if we don't fix this issue. I don't want anything degraded on my website. Exactly. So (laughs) if you use the right language, then you can pretty much persuade people to 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 take you up on your offer. Pal Vicky in the chat agrees. She put the same thing in in two comments. Tell them the benefits of having the thing fixed. Yeah. Or tell them what would happen if they don't have it fixed. So the other thing is, I I think, uh, yeah, uh, those are those are about the best you can do. The other thing is maybe don't overwhelm them. Like, yeah, yeah. Know your audience, Eric. I want to hear of what you were going to say before. I was going to say, well, with that, I was going to say it's important if you can 
connect it back to the reason they came to you. You know, if they came to you and they said, you know, hey, you know, our website is just really, really slow. Okay, great. You know, let's take a look. We'll we'll get back to you. Like, you know, let's meet, you know, give me two days. We'll meet, jump on that call. And then just as many times as you can, you say, so remember when we first talked and you said, you know, the site was running really, really slow. Well, if we look here in your media library, we see this. Now, this is, if we fix this, that would happen. Now, there's this thing called a cache and here's what it does. You don't have anything like that by installing it. Your website's going to run, you know, faster. So the more you can bring it back to them, they're they're sitting there going, "Wow, this person just listened to me, and they're solving my problems." Um, and people are going to really, really like that. Mm. I think, I think the other thing to... you could do. Go, Sarah. <laughs> I think the other thing you could do if you're concerned about charging money for it is you can do the old trick of um, we're going to charge you hundred bucks to like do this quick review of your website. Um, if you then need work done from us in the future, we'll just take that off like that price, you know, so you can kind of, you don't lose out for that amount of time that you're spending working on the thing. Like if you're actually wanting to charge for it, but equally then they get a discount in the future that kind of recognizes that thing. If you're feeling like people just don't want to pay the money. My theory with the money side of it was I can still offer maybe, maybe I have four, right? And you have a free one and the free one's super basic, like kind of the thing you always do. And so there's that option is available for them. Um, But in the process, they might realize they need like you to update everything or whatever it is, but having options of money. And the other thing is not necessarily like promoting that. I have people come to me saying, do you do website audits? I don't know anything on my website about that. So then I'm in that really? game. People come to you and ask for that? Yeah, definitely. Because I think there's wow. some people just trying to work out both from a design perspective. So some people will like, that's the other avenue of a audit. Some people will come and say, can you just like have a look And let me know, like, I've built my website. I think it's kind of okay, but I feel like something's not working with it. Could you review my website? I don't have anything on my website about that. But if I did, then already the price is there. It's not a big deal. They can choose to come to it or not. And then I've got choices around how I move forward, which I think could be good. But you could do a a design audit. You could do a technical audit. You could do a... um, SEO website health audit. Yeah. An SEO audit. You could definitely do a content audit. Although I think that's better for a content writer than me personally, because I'm crap at at content, but you know, that would be another option. So there's lots of types of audits as well. But I think if you don't have anything on your website, the challenge is if someone comes to you, you're then in that you're on the back foot because now you have to try and work out a price and explain your price. Whereas if you can already have it there available, it's not a shock for them and they're choosing the things like it shows clearly what you're going to provide for them. So that thing of like, you're just going to tell me I need to like fix 500 things. I mean, maybe you are going to tell them, but you're showing all the things that you are going to check and they're choosing for you to check those things. Whereas in Steph's example, you didn't choose to have all that other crap checked. Like, and you know what? That's a, I love that. That's a really good point. But what if, like, if they didn't suggest to do it, I would literally never ask anybody to check the air filters in my car. Like, I don't even, I'm not even aware that they exist. So that, it's all kind of tricky, isn't it? It is a bit of building trust, too. Yeah. And um, and I think, I don't think you guys have said this yet, but as much as we can show them, 
because what does work in that air filter situation is when they show when they carry the air filter around to my door and they hold it up <laughs> and it looks like gray especially if they hold it up to a new one a clean one if they, if yeah exactly exactly oh that's a good point maybe we do need to run more comparative audits well they could just take a photo of it right like they don't have to pull out the air filter but they could like take a photo of you i wouldn't believe them i'm a t- i'm Wouldn't such you? a cynic no they take it it's all <laughs> it's not big it's just like you could hold it in your hand and they they bring it over and they show you right eric like side by side this is what it's supposed to look like this is what it looks like or you know like they bring the oil stick and go like this looks really dark it's not supposed to look dark like this you need to have this all cha- or you know whatever it is like all the different things so I think if we're able to do that, the trick is to not over geek it if we don't yeah. have a real technical client, right? Because you don't want to, if you overwhelm them, then they're going to be out. Like if that guy started trying to explain like a carburetor to me and like all the moving parts of it, I'd be like, ah, I'm going to go someplace else for my oil change because I can't, right. this conversation stresses me out. And so, people yeah. have that reaction from, from web stuff a lot. Yeah. So you find because out it's... what they know. So it comes back to what you said, Steph. It, it's knowing your audience and read the room. We, yeah. And sometimes we standardize a little bit too much with what we're telling people. Um, but actually you'll get some people that just, they don't care. They just want you to fix it. So sometimes mm-hmm. you'll, you'll go in with your car and you go, just please fix it. I just want to get out of here and I need my car and I just want it done. You just close your eyes and hand your credit card right. over. That's like, it. Oh. And yeah, honestly, if you're if someone's coming to you for an audit like whether they're coming to you for an audit or you're suggesting an audit it's likely because either you're starting with them for the first time and therefore maybe you offer them the free thing right or maybe they're coming to you because something's broken if they're coming to you because something's broken they are receptive they're in a different headspace they're kind of coming to you saying like i had a client come to me and say we're trying to upload images and it won't let us upload anything like 34 kilobits. It just will not let us upload a media file. And I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Like, do you want me to take a look at it? And in taking a look at it, I'm like, well, everything is outdated. You need to update your version of WordPress to start with. Like, and so like they are receptive. So then I'm able to offer, well, I can spend four hours trying to update it or we can just look at building a new website because your website looks pretty old. It's got heaps of custom code. I think maybe it might be time for a refresh. What do you think? They go for the refresh. Like they are receptive at that point. But I think there's something about, I think if someone wants an audit, it's either their website's running really slow, it's running really ineffective. They've done the design themselves and they feel like it's just a bit average, like it looks a bit crap. Or, you know, they're coming receptive because they feel like something isn't 100%. The only people you really have to be concerned about is the people who come to you and go, my website's amazing. Mm -hmm. Can you maintain it? Like, they're the ones that are like, they're not looking for an audit. And so, therefore, you're going to have to work harder at that approach. And you have to Um, be careful with them. You have to be careful with the people that know a bit. Yeah. I don't mean that. (laughs) And I don't mean that in a condescending way to anybody that does know a bit, but what ends up happening is sometimes the UN, you can end up getting uh, into something where you've actually, you might just by the power of suggestion, you've given them what they needed. They, they just needed to know. So you've actually given it to them and then they're gone. And yeah. it's like, Oh, I've had people ring me up before 
and you and and as part of your your own discovery service um you know at the very beginning when you're learning about the person you're learning about what they know and what they understand already and uh you know i've had people say oh you know i've got a wordpress website and i've had it for a couple of years and i'm struggling a little bit and i say okay that's great you know have you have you done all this yourself oh yeah yeah you know oh and they give you the the domain name and you have a quick look at it and stroking your beard thinking right where's this going and and then they'll say oh and uh and i've and i've i've tried this theme and i've just hit this problem okay and then you get into the nub of it and and so at that point when you've got somebody that says they know something and they've got to a certain point you kind of know that they're not really looking to spend money they're looking for you to just solve the problem for them so that they can get off the phone and carry on with their day. And I've had people do that. I don't know if you've experienced that, but um, it is a, it is one of those things where it's just part of what we do. Um, And sometimes you will give out free advice to somebody and that's okay because um, if you can get, if you can gather a little bit of detail about from them and then ask them for, you know, if you've given out some free advice and they, and they disappear you just send an email to them after saying look appreciate you uh came and you phoned us today um would you mind giving us a review of how we helped you um and the how we helped you in that review is also great for you because that will help you um gain more customers that is a good idea instead of doing it for money do it for that we've got a couple comments in the chat here um our friend stana over at avalanche says dude you need to check the air filter <laughs> A dirty one hinders your fuel mileage. All right. <laughs> Listen, I do every time they tell me to change it, I change it. Okay. Cause I don't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, uh, so Vicky has an idea too, which I really like. You could offer them a checklist of what you check and let them choose which levels, maybe mm. from a quick scan to a thorough check and charge accordingly. I really like this idea in, in conjunction with what you were saying, Sarah, where there's a free one. And yeah. then there's more. And I think that there's something very powerful in letting them select what they're yeah. doing. Even if you're the one selling the audit, like if they didn't come to you and you're saying like, yeah. I think we should do this, then you give them the control of saying like, which level do you want? Even if they pick the free level, yeah. I feel like uh, psychologically, they're more likely to take what what you're giving them because they've selected it does that make sense yeah. like i think that's i th- i love that also, idea i might i think there's I might a lot of small businesses that. that they just don't like they just want to get it checked like the, they mm-hmm. don't care like i feel like our client base is massive and some of our client base is the diy people and those people are probably going to go for the free one because they don't want to spend money and that's fine like they go for the free one or they go for the base level they pay the 99 bucks and they move on with their day that's great if you see the red flags then like you say you need the 99 dollar one because you want to get some money out of them because you know they're going to bugger off but i feel like three quarters of my business is small business owners who have a website it's kind of doing its own thing and they feel like you know, oh, I guess I should check how stuff's going. And they're happy to pay the money. So you don't want to just give them the free one, right? Like they're happy to pay $2.99 for like yep. 
just update my stuff, make sure that everything's kind of running. Tell me if there's now, something see, else I, I need to do. I don't do any updates in an audit. An audit yeah. is an audit. That's I just mean the premium yeah. version, right? Like well, the premium yeah. one. That's I haven't a, worked out my prices. Can... I'm just throwing around numbers. But like the premium No, no, I don't one... mean the pricing. I just mean like an audit is an audit. Like that yeah. word means a check. It doesn't yeah. mean the actions that follow. So I don't know. I just, uh, it's interesting. Um, we've got an- another question from our good buddy, Ken Brayton. Could you talk to the idea of using an audit as a lead magnate? So that's like a lead magnate is like somebody that owns a lot of leads. They're like really, <laughs> just a little typo. He's like, r- he's got a monopoly on leads. So <laughs> him down. He's a- anyway, uh, I mean, we've our English as a it, second right? language, friends. That's not that funny of a joke. Don't worry, you didn't miss much. So uh, using an audit as a lead magnet, that's kind of what we're talking about here. I think, again, the, the one caution is um, just not making them think that you're just doing it so you can sell them something, even though you are. But you're, the reality is you're only going to sell them something that they actually need. You're not like, and don't go into this with a nefarious mindset right like you're not thinking like oh no matter what it is i'm gonna tell them we got to do all this stuff right so you really just if you go into it with a helpful um attitude then hopefully that is conveyed you can do uh a like something i was just thinking about that i might actually incorporate that we could include is what if we did what if you did a blog post or something and you included resources that they could check themselves. Like, what if you just put like a super simple link to like a GT metric scan or, um, so I don't know. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. That was the first one that came to me though. Like give them a couple resources and then say, if you'd like us to help you interpret the results you get or so- something like that, again, like giving them control or giving them a little power in the situation. Um, my experience is different than Sarah's. Like I've never had a client ask for an audit. I've never had anybody like want one or even believe that they should get one um, from end users. That's different than like at focus. I mean that like from my agency side of things at focus, everybody knows when they're bringing a site to me that I'm going to have to audit it before we onboard it. Yeah. But that's a, di- that's different. That's not what we're talking about here. And that's, I'm not using that as a lead magnet or anything. That's just, part of our process. Eric, what do you think? I tried a lead magnet uh, a couple years ago, audit. I got nothing from it. Um, and, and really it's for me and my experience from a lead magnet is, um, again, I, I don't have the experience of, of, of people, of a lot of people coming to me and asking to do an audit. Um, they're coming because at the end of the day, my clients are, are small businesses. They're, they're looking for more customer activity. Um, that's, that's what they want. And, and their website isn't working for them. And so they're, are they looking for an audit? Yes, but that's not the language they're using at all. It's not even in, in, in their mindset. Um, and so I, I tried to, uh, I tried it as a lead magnet. I had no luck. That's just me. Um, I don't know if others have had luck with it and, and how they used it. I think there's the possibility of using an um, an audit if you were going to drive traffic to the audit through social media. 
um, social, specifically ads. And if you were targeting businesses and you were had it, because this goes back to in, in marketing, this you'd be creating an awareness campaign and making people aware of the fact that you know that we've got a tool where we can we can scan your website. A scan would be better than audit. Nobody audit in America anyway, in the United States, audit sounds very scary. Like an audit, you're gonna catch something wrong and it's gonna take you know money. But a scan, that's not as scary. Or you know, review. hey, we, what's that? Review. Review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've got, the, but Hazy, we've got this tool. We can, we can run this, do this review and, and share these results with you. And so that is a great, I think that would be a great lead magnet, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put out there something like, Hey, come and get this, this technical website audit because business owners, I think that are going through social media or if they see that somewhere, they're going to go, I don't need that right now. I need to make payroll. And the only way I'm going to make payroll is more people walking through my front door and audit's not going to help that. But if you can, if you can connect the dots to, you need, you know, you need more people walking through your front door. They're looking at your website first. Is your website doing what it needs to be doing to get them to walk through the front door? We can help you find out. They will pay for that over and over again. So I think it's just a matter of packaging it. And also, you could do this through a number of blog posts. So I think uh, sure. someone mentioned writing a blog. Well, you mentioned one as well, I think, Steph. But someone mentioned mm-hmm. writing a blog post about like the steps. Right? So you could go. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Um, your 12, uh, 12 things to audit your website. So it. what you could do is actually write it out, right? Like some of the most effective marketing we can do is give people the information, give them the power. Like some of Tim's most effective um, blog post is where he explains how to do something, how to do all the code. And then down the bottom, he has a free plugin that people can just mm-hmm. download and do it. So you've got both options, right? So you could write out an audit, like how do you review your website? How do you check your website is in healthy shape? And then you write it all out, right? And then at the bottom you say, but if you don't want to do that, like this is our service, we can do it for you if you would prefer. And so mm-hmm. you kind of have both options. The DIYers can go through it. If they get stuck, then they contact you and they get like whatever level they need to. Um, but you can attach this to all sorts of blog posts, right? So you could um, attach it to a blog post, which is um, like I'm thinking a good free audit where you don't lose very much is like say 15 minute review. And so you offer a 15 minute design review, for example. So you're not offering technical, you don't have to log into the back end of the website. You make a 15 minute loom video that looks through their website and says, well, I mean, the logo is a bit big and (laughs) you've got all these different fonts going on, like nine times out of 10, the thing I'm always giving them feedback is consistency, colors, like branding. And so you could offer this for free, but you can attach that to a blog post of like, um, about the design of a website, or you have sure. a, another um, blog that's like how to speed up your website. And then at the bottom, you can say, if you need a review, like, let us know. We've got like all of these different options. So you could attach it to probably 20 different blog posts because wow. they're all kind of relating to the idea. You should probably get your website checked and make sure things are looking okay. Um, so I, that's one how my, I would that's One of my it. favorite sales techniques is teaching somebody how to do it and then offering for them to hire me to do it. Yeah, it's brilliant because people don't want to do it. What do you got, Mike? Well, I was just thinking. I I was also thinking when we're uh, we're going back to Ken's point about a lead magnet. 
and actually a little bit of investment in your own business by going out and buying a tool. I was going to mention tools next. Perfect. Perfect. So um, I use, I've used SE ranking uh, in the past uh, 12 months and that comes with a whole load of stuff, Uh, but it does a website audit straight away and you plug a website in, it does a complete website audit um, and it gives you a health score. So coming back to Eric and what he was saying about, you know, audit people get a little bit, you know, a little bit frazzled about that word in in the States maybe. Mm. Um, And even the word scan or or, or whatever, but a health check. Um, And so you can go back to your clients or your potential clients, uh, maybe from Ken's lead magnet where you've got, uh, you offer a website audit and you use this tool. So again, just picking up on what Sarah was saying when Sarah was talking about, you know, make this uh, something that's only going to take you a short amount of time to be able to, you know, to actually achieve. There's a difference. There's the different types of audit. So there's an audit where you're doing a health score on your site. And I think Scott mentioned it in, um, in the chat, he's talking about a quick GT metrics report. That's another, another sort of, uh, we call them quick and dirties, but it is, it's, it's one Mm -hmm. of those. Um, as opposed to taking on a complete WordPress website and then adding maintenance, all the rest of it, you're just talking about an external scan, an external health check of their website and saying, well, actually, we've just done a a health check on your website without even logging into it. And you've got some serious problems before we even log into it. So Mm -hmm. maybe that introduces that idea of, and the great thing is you can send them a report and it can be a report that looks really professional and branded to your business too. Mike, so what was you, that tool called? Do you have a link for it? It's called SE Ranking. Now it's it's part of the. Um, I'll, I'll find it. Um, it's part of the. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Suite of programs that uh, are very much SEO based. So you know Semrush. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know uh, Ahrefs. Those two are probably the two. Um, biggest players in the market um they also do website audits with them as well so you can actually there's a with ahrefs at the moment you can uh open up a webmasters account uh and if you have a verified access to search console uh on your client's behalf then ahrefs will allow you to have uh free website audits and so so SE rankings one way you could do it if you want to pay for it and you you've got all of that historical data um uh, and you get a great bit of dealer data but Ahrefs is also giving that away for for free and they've been doing that for a while now. So just go to Ahrefs um just type that into this Google. This stuff is so helpful. It's like, really good. Really it's good. It's pretty amazing what you get for free. Like I keep yeah. being like did I accidentally sneak in here? Like, I'm not really yeah. sure how I got I know, this tool. I know. You kind of feel like you've, uh, they're going to cut me off any minute. I know. I have thought <laughs> that a few awesome. times. I'll but have to play are, with that some more. There, there, before we went to the the standardized playbook that, that we now use, which includes some screenshots that we pull out of, um, we use SEMrush now, but uh, before I had a standardized uh, tool like that, I can't tell you how many times I won a client over because 
I would share my screen. I would throw their website in the Ahrefs, and I would just start walking. Oh, and look, it says here, and you've got this, and you've got, and they're just like, wow. And then I'm like, oh, here's one. It says this is your competitor, and then you pull up their competitor website, and yeah, they're getting three thousand views a day, and you're getting seven. The, <laughs> when they when you show them that, they think you're a wizard. Um, That's putting free- the clean filter up next to the dirty one. Yeah, and, but then, and then you say, and we can fix this, and and here's how, and here's our menu. You know, it's it's option one, option okay. two, option three. Pick the one you want to pay, and and we'll get going on it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think Vicky's made a good point in the chat as well, saying because Ahrefs are doing to us what we are trying to do to our customers. <laughs> but actually, yeah, uh, it's the, true. The they only offer you part of the stuff. They do, but the more you look into that tool, and the uh, and it's not. None of these are cheap per month, by the way. I no. think um, if you if you want to get something decent with that, with Ahrefs, um, I can only do it in uh, GBP. Uh, it's £133 a month, and that's paying an, an annual straight up. So you're paying a year up front, basically. Um, right, but, but here's how I looked tools at that. Are here's how I, mm. Yeah, but how I looked at it was – it was the tool that helped me make so much money because it was helping me in my sales process. And we still, now we, for lots of reasons, we, we, we switch, but I, I have no problem paying for the tool because it's part of our sales process that turns a, a prospect into a paying customer. So it, it's totally worth it because I would, I what for me, I wouldn't be making as much money if I wasn't spending that. And, and so th- and this, idea kind of takes me back to what I thought I had earlier. Um, and I want to share before I forget it, it is super important. However you do it with an Excel spreadsheet, however you pen and paper, it doesn't matter. It, it, one of the five metrics that you really want to be looking at is your conversion. How many people are you doing an audit for, whether it's free, whether it's paid, however it is, what percentage of them is converting to a customer? Because once you figure that that out, and it, let's say you're you know converting forty percent, well now you can start to go okay. I, if if I can increase that five percent, that's a lot, you know. That, that's a, so. What can I do to increase those 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 conversions? I can I can streamline this. I can do you know. You start making tweaks in that. But if you're not tracking how many people you're giving a an audit to, what however you call that, versus how many you're you're, you're converting. Um, that's a that's a metric that's really important to be tracking. So. Yeah, it is. It's true. And um, and Vicky says leave them salivating and wanting more, which is, I think the grossest word we've heard on the show today. So, <laughs> wait, that's the grossest word we've heard on the show all keep it classy, year. Keep it classy, Vicky. Keep it classy. Um, another amazing tool is my web audit. Mm. It's in the name. And uh, the owner, we have all these uh, links are going to be in the show notes. Thanks to Jody. And the owner of My Web Audit is uh, Cliff Almeida. He is a lovely and kind and generous human being, too. He's super helpful. He does open office hours like every week. So um, he's a good one to follow and to learn some more about tactics for using free audits for lead magnets and getting paid to do audits as well. And his tool, again, it's not super cheap, but it's, um, 
but it does a lot of cool things as well. It does similar, like what we've been talking about, right? It has like a technical audit, a Google My Business audit, an SEO audit. You know, it's got like all the different types and he's got a bunch of um, actual, which um, I don't know, Ken, this might be of interest to you, but he's got a bunch of um, like templated things that you can customize and put on your site where they just enter some information and it spits out results to them right away. There was one, I landed um, a really big, like uh, $5,000 a month client the month before COVID. So I lost them, but you know, I did land them (laughs) or their business went down the toilet. But um, by showing them one of the reports on there, which is like what, um, it's like something like what Eric does, where it's like, how how much traffic are you getting? How many conversions are you getting? What's your like your uh, customer average value? All of those kind of things. And then it just spits out a thing where it's like, if you increased your traffic by 1%, you would then increase conversions by this or sales or whatever it calls it, equaling this much money. So it was easy to show that like, because they had a high ticket, I knew this customer already. So I took this specific report to them for my sales call. And it was like, they would, if we increased their traffic by 1% or 3%, something very, very small that would be achievable, they could add like, like $50,000 in the first few months, you know, something like that for just one conversion. And so it was like kind of easy. So, um, Sign up for a free account. Where are you saying this, Mike? I have actually. It's it's strange. It's not coming up in our chat, but I've just put the two links. Because <laughs> you must not be an admin on the YouTube channel. Send it to me, and I'll post it for you. I've we gotta keep the... tabs on you, Mike. You can't. No, I'm logged into the YouTube channel on my account, and it's not coming up on the um on the chat inside the uh, oh oh inside oh, streamer. So it's very strange, it's, but no, it's not showing up on YouTube either, pal. It's not showing on YouTube, right? Right. I'm um, gonna send it to you. Okay, so Nancy asked, is there a checklist, a standard list of things we need to check with all of these levels of audits? The answer is no, there is not. Within each business, you might have a standard list. And um, early on, I promised I'd tell you our little onboarding list, which again is just a basic audit, which you might want to do for a free one or um, for a low free or a low cost audit, but is super useful. I check three areas of the site and I tell them ahead of time what three we're going to check. We check users, themes, and plugins. The users, I go in and we audit how many admin users there are. And we Uh put that back on the client and we say, do these people need to have admin access? That doesn't mean you have to cancel their accounts. You know, you explain all that to them. And I say very clearly that no WordPress site uh, any WordPress site is only as secure as its weakest admin password, right? So get encourage them to get those um, eliminated or uh, make sure everybody who needs an admin account goes and changes their password to make it secure. We go through the themes and I remove all not used themes. Keep the main theme and the child theme if there is one and then get rid of all the others. Everybody's like, oh, you should keep it in case you... No, you can download in two seconds. Get rid of them. It's just one more thing to keep up to date. Um, And then we go to the plugins and that's the biggie, of course. And then I say, delete everything that's not... This is my recommendations to them. I'm like, delete everything that's inactive because you're not using it. And then because it's a focus 
you know, walkthrough, we have our premium plugins that we offer, which are all, none of them are fluff. It's for like optimization, security, forms, you know, it's all like big things. So if they're not using, you know, if they don't have a secure, if they don't have even the free word fence, I'll tell them like you can upgrade to the iThemes Pro or you could stay with that. But if you don't have anything, you know, we make sure that they are got security covered um, and caching and uh, spam protection. If it's that kind of site, you know, all of those image optimization, all those big things, we make sure that they have something in place. It doesn't have to be what we're saying or what we use, but just something and that they don't have things like um, multiples of things, you know, like if you go in and they've got like three different form plugins, like that's just excess weight and excess junk on your site. If you've got multiple caching plugins, that's no good. If you've got, you know, like there's so many different things, you know how to, um, you guys know what you're seeing when you go in there and look, don't be afraid to share your expertise and to educate people on what you're seeing. And, um, and then as a final thing, I run through the front end of the site. And for example, one I just did this week, we caught, um, I caught a link that had like all of the Facebook gobbledygook built into it. That was a, a button on their site, you know? And so it was like, that's an easy fix. You could do it yourself or we can help you. Right. Or, you know, like there's just other things, a couple other little like, oh, these buttons aren't the same color or whatever, simple little visual things. And it takes, I don't know, 20 minutes to do because I reward, record the video and explain everything. And then I always, always make sure that they have um, privacy policy and terms and conditions. And if they don't, then we talk to them about Termageddon. So all of those things make for like a very, it's a basic, but it's a very well-rounded kind of thing. And you can, when you're doing the front end business, walk through the customer's journey, like, and talk to them as such. Say like, if I was coming to the site to use your services or to buy your product or whatever it is, and talk to them about how you feel when you see things or what you think when you read things, you know, like say all that to them because that's super valuable that they don't probably get people explaining to them. So that's it. That's my, that's my formula for doing one without a tool. And it gets you pretty far. If you want to do them in bulk and you don't want to spend 20 or 30 minutes, then get a tool. Um, But I I think it's worth, I I think it's worth doing that because you're building trust. You know, and people buy from people they know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and not only that, there's this like built-in like almost need to 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 say thank you because they realize you just spent all this time doing this and you're sharing your expertise. You know, it's you know, it's there's this reciprocity, you know, um, mm-hmm. desire that people have. And so, I think I think it's 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 really really good um and create your own list and right now on your list that you're like only put the things on there that you know you can fix um and and leave yeah. off the things you just <laughs> right. can't fix. like if you're like if you go if somebody brought me their gt metrics and i don't know if i could fix it then don't do that right now <laughs> you know right. do do what you know you can do and improve or you're confident you can find somebody to, to do it or find somebody now and say, how much would you charge me to fix something like this? Get a price, multiply it out 
Focus WP. Whatever. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you said it up close. Whatever, whatever you need, we can do it. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, there's lots, lots of ways to. to By the way, do you guys it. have anything to add to my list? Did I leave anything out? Anybody? Um, Anybody? Well, I guess the only thing that you're missing is because you will be providing the service, which is backups. So, like you've said, security plugin, but like, um, kind of making sure that they actually have an active backup, that they know how to use that backup. And have they tested that they know how to use the backup? I, I like one. to say those things because I think one. it's mm-hmm. a good way of opening the door of saying, we can manage that for you if you want. Mm-hmm. Or if the website's running really slow and I can't see any issues, talking to them about their host and saying, I don't know if the host is serving you because maybe you are paying five bucks a month, but your website is really slow. And I think the host is part of the issue. The other thing that I always like to put forward is two-factor authentication. I personally recommend any admin on a website having both the thing of like update your website, uh, your password, but also every admin needs to have 2FA. And if they don't have 2FA, then they don't need to be an admin. They need to be an editor. Um, So they would be the extra ones that I would chuck in there. Um, Accessibility would be another one that I would, that we include. Yeah, that's a good one. I do a I do a speed test as well. I forgot to mention that, and I post yeah. a screenshot in there. Like we have a you know an email format that we put all of our recommendations in to an email as well yeah, as nice. the video, so that they can see it because it does get overwhelming. Yeah. But um, but accessibility is actually something we're starting to really dig into, and um, I'd love to do another episode on accessibility coming up because we're adding, like, we've got um two of our devs got certified for accessibility and we're going to start really pushing that. We've got another partnership coming at focus that we're working on. So it is a big deal. Um, You guys know, like if you like, that was, that was when we first fell in love with Eric Dingler on the panel (laughs) (laughs) and we, he let me tease him about being blind. Cause you know, that's hilarious. (laughs) Right. That I'm a blind web designer. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. For those who don't know, Eric is actually legally blind, and and he's a sport about it. He's a champ. Explains why my eyes are always going every direction. (laughs) So people often ask me, "What are you looking at? You? You don't trust me? I'm looking at you." (laughs) I've got one more. Cannot even tell on the screen. I've got one more free tool. Oh, Um, good. And and that is Screaming Frog. Mm. Um, That's a good good one. one. It's free and paid. The paid version is uh, only about $100 a year. Um, And if you download Screaming Frog, download it and go to the Issues tab, you'll see a whole load of stuff in there as well. You can download that tonight for free and just run it on your website. Um, You've got a limit of 500 URLs on the free plan. Which on some websites, if they're set up really poorly, it will cap out really quickly and it really won't necessarily quick. go for the primary pages first. And so yeah. you can cap out real quick on that free one. But like you say, it's pretty cheap. Now, yeah, a, that link tool, a tool that can come together and help you create a very nice high ticket um, audit option is offering to install a heat map and wow. then let it sit there for three months. And mm-hmm. then do a, and then say we're gonna let That's this gather data for three months, and in three months' time we're gonna get on a call and we're gonna walk through the results of the heat map. That 
is something that we have done. Um, and I sell that for a, a good chunk of change. Um, because I know and I'm a number on it, Eric. Everybody wants to know $3,000. Um, three grand. What's that? It's three grand. grand. But I'm selling this at customers that are, that are getting high qual that are getting a lot of, you know, relatively a lot of traffic, um, really are trying to improve conversions. And it's interesting because we have found things like we, we did a a heat audit assessment, um, on a, a site and there was a picture of, a car and people kept clicking on it. We have no idea why it was, it was just a car. And so we finally, we made it do something, you know, yeah. so if you clicked on it, it zoomed away and then there was a contact form behind it. Why not? Um, and so not just, we uh, you know, not done the heat audit. So I just, to, I just thought of that at the very end here. Yeah. You need to do that on your own websites as well, because it's amazing how you don't see something that's probably been sitting in front of you for a long time because you're so used to seeing it and just so conditioned to seeing or the, the same way thing. you interact with something because yeah. you designed it. Yeah. Really quickly, hot jar, mouse flow yeah. I've talked about before is a very generous free level. Yeah. And, I like mouse flow. And I use, um, uh, Oh no, that one isn't that. Sorry. I was thinking about something different. Are you thinking about clarity? No, but that's another good one. Yeah, I knew there yeah. was a third one, but I was thinking about um, Zoho Sales IQ, which just tracks. Oh yeah, traffic. yeah. it's not a heat map, but yeah. now um, honestly, I think you could sell. I could. I think you could sell a a a heat map audit, especially if you used Mouse Flow and 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 use the free version. You know, you you could sell that for five hundred, seven hundred fifty dollars, and still make a nice little profit on it. But it's sure. a, it's a very high. What do you provide to them at the end as a part of it? A one hour Zoom call where we walk through it, um, and then yep. just and that's it, and we record it, and and that's it, and then with suggestions on how we can fix it. And a lot of times it's things like you've got this main thing that you want people to do. And we've told you it needs to be above the fold, but you keep wanting it at the bottom, keep wanting it at the bottom. Well, only 15% of your website visitors are making it to the bottom. And that kind of stuff right there makes, it makes it so easy to do a redesign. And we have gotten to the point with some of our clients, we started going, Hey, before we do a redesign, we want to do this for three months first. We want to put this on there and let's let the data drive. Because then you don't have any, because then it's much easier to go and say, look at this. Here's Eric calls this the I told you so audit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, getting a client to hold off for three months is a tricky one. But if you're not going to start for say, like often we're about two months out. So when come, clients come to us, we're then saying, look, we're going to start in two months. So maybe then it's easy to say in the meantime, Let's chuck this on there and see how we go. But I think if someone was coming to you raw, trying to talk them into, let's delay this project for three months is a hard That's a good point. These are all redesigns of current clients. Yeah. You know, that we're circling, that we're starting to circle back around to. Um, So that's a good point. I've never done it with a cold redesign. So, Yeah. Guys, we're over time. No. This got fun. It got fun. There's so m- we love talking about tools around here. This is why you got to stick around to the end every episode, <laughs> every time. <laughs> we always are like la di da at the beginning of the year. We're like, oh my god, and then there's this other thing. <laughs> I forgot it. Don't let us stop. If you guys love this scattered, disorganized style, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. We don't have any hype men in the chat anymore. We need to get some hype people in there. 
We'll send give it to a thumbs up. Give us a thumbs up. And if you haven't subscribed, come on, what are you waiting for? We'd love to hear a review from you as well, if you can find it in your heart to do so. And it's a new year and a new roster of topics. What do you guys want to talk about? We've got, there's a lot of big things happening in the world of tech. There's a lot of things that are always happening in business. Um, What do you, how can we help you make your business better and make more money? That's what we want to do. And is there a topic that we need to revisit because you'd love a fresh perspective? Exactly. Uh, And Vicky says always replay the episode. I'm not sure why, but let's do it. Let's do that. Because that's good for our numbers. Thanks, Vixter. All right, you guys. Welcome back after the holiday. Thanks for being so patient with us and not freaking out. We are so glad to be here. And uh, thoughts and prayers go to Tim, who was on toddler duty because he had a crying baby. Anyway, he's all right. So we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.